Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. I'm George, or G-Money, or Hey You, or Dumbass, or well, the list goes on. You know, I'm in holiday mode. Regardless of when you're listening to this, in real time, we're about to head out for a holiday. Now, chances are when you're listening to this, either we're already been there or we've we're still out there or something but uh, I wanted to share with you some of our holiday tips and tricks but before I get to that I have to explain how we've come up with some of these ideas and that we're not career holiday people if uh, you've been following any of these podcasts you know that last year it would be August 2016, was the first holiday we ever took as a couple. Now, we've taken day trips, we've done the odd long weekend, but we've never actually taken an extended holiday away from home. Now, the reason for that is primarily because of work. The um, business we owned demanded uh, so much of our time which, by the way, was not a complaint when I said that just now, but it demanded so much of our time and had such a schedule in it, and it was just the two of us with a couple of part-time people who were operating this business, we really couldn't be away for more than maybe a day or the odd long weekend if we could juggle that. Again, not a complaint, because most of my working career, I was the guy who filled in for people who were away on holidays, or I would get extra shifts on long weekends, because holidays were really not that big a part of my life, so it was really not an unusual circumstance for me. And so last year, when we closed our business, uh, one of our uh, celebratory uh, examples, I guess, that we wanted to... uh, kind of help us purge through the uh, the uh, situation was that we were going to take a holiday. We worked really hard to get to that place and that's what exactly we did was we went for a holiday. Uh, I don't recall exactly how many days we were gone but I'm going to say it was well over a week which was highly unusual for both of us and what we did was we actually sort of formulated some plans, some trips, uh, some tick, uh, trick, blah, 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 blah. it's early in the morning, some tricks and tips that made things easy for us. And as it turns out, the holiday that's going to take place, or has taken place already, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, for uh, late 2017, we've actually carried over a lot of these tips and tricks because they worked for us. And I thought, you know, maybe it might not be such a bad idea to pass on some of these, just in case. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe everybody does these things. But for us, it just sort of seems to work. And I thought, you know, that's kind of what I've been trying to do with some of these podcasts, is share with you things that kind of work, you know? Give you a different perspective, give you maybe something to look at or examine and maybe even consider as maybe doing something yourself, right? Or maybe something to build on to make even better. It's it's all starts with an idea, right? Anyway, let's take a look at my list. I have called it Holiday Tips and Tricks We Use. 
So number five, I've got it labeled magazines. Now I have to explain. I uh, used to own a newspaper business and uh, whenever I travel out of town I rarely, I could not tell you the last time I actually picked up a local newspaper. I don't do that. I just, I never did even when I was in the business. So what I do though is I like to pick up some magazines. When uh, we had our newspaper business, we had subscriptions to several business-oriented magazines that I quite enjoyed, but found myself so busy I couldn't actually even sit down and read them. So when we go away, and it's not often, but when we go away, I like to load up on magazines. And there's a couple of reasons, and I'll tell you what kind of magazines, too. Uh, Virtually, I like to stick with... Uh, business-related magazines, entrepreneur-type magazines, consumer report-type magazines, uh, the odd sports magazine. I don't normally buy news magazines. Uh, Current affairs, maybe, but not necessarily news-related. I'm not mentioning any of them by name, but uh, those are the categories that I like to stick to when it comes to my reading material when I take a magazine on the road. And when we travel... I'm going to probably have half a dozen or more magazines. So now you know the kind of magazines I'll pick up. Here's the why. There's places we go that there's no Wi-Fi. There's places we go where there's nothing on TV. There's places we go where there's really nothing going on. And it's not that there's nothing going on as a nightlife, it's just that's not our lifestyle. So we would rather spend an evening in a hotel room, uh, in front of the TV, uh, with something to eat, and veg. That's very similar to what we do at home. So we, if we have a pattern we follow, that's probably it. When we go out of town, even in a hotel room, Typically, the evening is spent in front of the TV, vegging. Well, I'll have some magazines, and I'll be going through a magazine or two, while Brenda will be watching something on TV. But that's one of the reasons, that's actually the main reason why I'll uh, take magazines on the road with us, uh, because I, it's the only time I could sit down and actually read a bunch of stuff. And like I say, I kind of find those kind of magazines inspiring. So to me, I really kind of like that stuff. Now I could take, you know, magazines with quizzes and puzzles and things in it and like crosswords and things like that. My mom used to do that. And uh, I just, I just don't do that stuff. Uh, I, you know, I do, you know, occasionally uh, play some of those kind of games but I'm not going to do it in a magazine format. Uh, I would rather have something to read that's interesting to me. And I find also reading kind of it relaxes me as well. Number four on my list is a cooler and food. This is something we did last time. We're going to do it again. Uh, I have to explain, first off, we're not cheap. But we are frugal. So when we travel out of town, we try to support local business as best we can. We do that in several ways. We will eat in restaurants, but we're not going to eat all our meals in a restaurant. That's just silly. 
So when we stay in a hotel, we try to pick a hotel that has a continental breakfast or a breakfast room. And those uh, appear actually more common now and very easy to locate. And you know, I really don't care if the room rate is a little extra because of that, because I still think we're saving uh, money than going out for breakfast uh, in a restaurant nearby. So we'll do that. But the cooler and food is important to us too because we'll go to a grocery store. Again, supporting the local economy of wherever we are. We'll go to a local grocery store. We'll pick up some stuff that we can make sandwiches with. You know, simple stuff. And uh, stick it all in a cooler and keep it with us because that's usually how we'll have our lunch. Is at a random spot somewhere along the highway. We'll stop and make a picnic lunch and that'll be our break. Uh, we did that uh, last year, and I don't think we ate more than one lunch in a restaurant. All the rest were on the road somewhere. And just casual stops, like nothing fancy, like on a pullout on the side of the road somewhere where there's a babbling brook or, you know, a an actual campground somewhere or a little park or something. I mean, we found some really nice spots that we stopped and had lunch at and you know we pretty much build the food right there build the sandwiches there we have all the stuff we need all the fixings if you will and off we go and if we need to replenish uh, the next town we're in we'll find a grocery store we'll replenish and boom we're good to go so that is something we try to make uh, part of a regular part of our traveling uh, repertoire as a cooler and food Number three on my list is, um, this is one tip that uh, we have followed, and I think I have followed even for longer than, you know, the time we've been holidaying, which, as you already know, is not long, and that is uh, we pay cash or debits wherever possible, even for hotel rooms. Yeah, we carry credit cards. Because you have to have credit cards when you check into a hotel. But I will definitely specify at check-in that when we check out, I would like to pay in debit. And I don't believe I've ever encountered a place yet that says, Sorry, sir, you can't do that. Policy is. Because I don't have a problem with using a credit card. But we purposely budget for our trip. And so... You know, the debit card covers it. We don't have to think about it again, right? Or cash. We carry not a lot of cash with us, but we do have a debit card with us. And because, like I said, we live in a world where, you know, you need to use your credit card to book a room, for example. I get that. But that's all the credit card is used for when we go on holiday. Very, 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 very rarely do we use it for anything else when we're on a holiday. My uh, number two uh, tip is we never pre-book anything. And if you're a career holiday person, you're probably going to say, wow, that's nuts. And, you know, even explaining it to you right now, I'm thinking I can hear that voice telling me it's nuts. But, you know, we just don't want to be tied down to something. We want to wander. We want to take our time. We can't really say, you know, that we're going to be somewhere, you know, for the night. We want to, you know, stop, relax, stumble our way through and take it from there. So pre-booking 
And I'll be honest with you, I don't know that you actually save pre-booking because here's an example. Uh, last year, we were vending at a location out of town and I called a pre-booking phone number online and uh, found out that apparently the place we wanted to stay which was really close to where we were vending, like virtually the backyard of, uh, was totally booked up. And there was no way we were going to get any room. And I thought, okay, fine. And then for some reason I decided to actually phone the hotel direct. So I phoned the hotel direct and guess what? They had lots of rooms. And we actually got one at a much cheaper rate than the booking place I was phoning through in the first place. Uh, so I thought, you know, I'll never do that again. And so uh, if you pre-book online, just a word of wisdom, maybe try calling the place direct. You might find a better deal. And you might find out that the place that says online they're full is not really full. And there's a whole story behind that I could tell you, but I'll tell you some other time. Uh, maybe. Anyway, as I said, we never pre-book. Um, when we were on our holiday in August uh, 2016, we got to a town, did some wandering, eventually decided, hey, maybe we'll spend the night here. And so first hotel we went to, we checked to see if there was available rooms, and we lucked out. If we didn't, we would have gone to the next hotel. And if there was none in that town, we'd have just gone to the next town till we found some. It just wasn't that big a deal as to where we stayed, or when, or how, what it took. Uh, but we're not going to pre-book, we'll just take our chances. And we've been pretty lucky in that regard. And our number one holiday tip and trick uh, that we use, and it kind of is an extension from the previous one, is that we don't schedule anything. I mean, we have a rough idea of where we want to go. Like, we have some destination points in mind. But, you know, we don't have it written that, you know, we need to be at such and such a place at such and such a date. Uh, we have, like I said, a rough idea of where we want to go. Uh, and we have it left wide open simply because, you know what? There's uh, stops of interest. There's uh, places that we might want to stop and see that aren't on the map, aren't in a brochure, aren't some something, right? So, you know, we like to be really, really flexible in that respect. And I think that actually kind of extended our holiday uh, in August of last year probably by a couple or three days because we just didn't rush to where we were going. I mean, our first night we spent, I don't think, more than three hours away from home. And that's okay because we were checking out an area that we would have otherwise zipped right through and never stopped and looked at. And because we stopped and looked at it and actually spent a night there, on our way back from our destination, we chose to spend another night in the same community because we really, really liked it. And it's going to be a community we're going to actually pass through on our next trip and we'll probably spend a night at simply because we chose to do it once before again like i said taking our time stopping here there and everywhere and discovering things that we would have otherwise missed and so that's kind of why we like that sort of non-scheduled uh, holiday pattern and there you go that's my top five list for this go around holiday tips and tricks that we use hopefully you picked up something that might be useful for you 
And uh, just want to, again, say thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for uh, following the webcasts, or sorry, the podcasts uh, here on wherever you're getting them. And uh, just, uh, you know, again, like I say, I just appreciate the support and the downloads, and, uh, and I hope you're getting something out of these uh, uh, if you want to find me online, you could check out my website. I'm at www.looseinc.ninja. And if you want to check out my wife's website, you can find her at www.jambusters.ca. And until the next time, have a great day.